0: Okay, Matthew chapter 15 and verse 21. I have never heard anyone take this woman out of this event and talk about her on Mother's Day. But there are some wonderful qualities that we'll see in her here that whenever these verses are preached, it is not the emphasis as far as what we're going to share tonight usually, but we are going to look at this mother in Matthew 15 and verse 21. I'm going to to read these verses as we get started. It says, Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Mothers. Someone said that mothers are perhaps the most influential people on the face of the earth. The fathers are called the leader of the home, but there's no doubt about it that the mothers are the anchor of the home. You know, there's, there's a battle against fatherhood today, and many have fallen. And, and there are some mothers who have, but so many mothers are battling it out and doing their job and even fulfilling duties which shouldn't be theirs. And I'll let you think on that. That's all I'll expound on for that. In the passages we just read, we're going to share three things that we see about mothers here tonight. Mother is a mercy seeker. We're going to see meekness shown from this mother, and we're going to see her mightily standing. In verse 22, this woman of Canaan came out of the coast and cried unto Jesus, cried unto him, saying, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with the devil." Here we have a mother's child who, who is hurting, who, who is in pain, and in, in a spiritual bondage, in a spiritual pain, and she is grievously vexed with the devil. She is possessed by a demon. There is, there is an activity of great force that is going on inside her. It is detrimental to her. It is happening in a negative way. There is a violence that's going on in her. And it's causing her trouble. And don't think for a second that these things aren't going on today still. They, they they may take on a f- different form. They are happening in different ways. The condition may not manifest itself as it once did. But let's be sure that Satan is just as active now as he has ever been. And this mother has to deal with this within her daughter's life. What does... What does a parent do? What does a mother do when their daughter is in this condition? Well, guess what? This mother didn't throw up her hands. This mother didn't just say, I don't know what to do. This mother didn't just, just fall out of steam and, and wilt. She doesn't ignore the situation as if she doesn't care This mother is not too busy having her nails done or her hair done or worrying about what kind of car she's driving. She is concerned about her daughter and and she does exactly what she should do. She does the best thing she could possibly do. She took her daughter to Jesus to describe what's going on with this mother as, she, as she's approaching Jesus and, and seeing the words that we have here. She is crying. She is shouting loudly. She is bawling as she is approaching Jesus. The sound and the, the countenance of the woman and, 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 and her approaching Jesus this way, it's annoying to the disciples. Jesus heard her cry. And shouting. And of course, being Jesus, he, he knew her pain and sensed her pain for her child. And I don't want to get too ahead. Let me just throw, out, throw this out there. He, he knows her faith as well. Her crying didn't just draw the attention of Jesus. What she was crying about drew the attention as well. And there is a lot... That we can learn not just mothers, there's a lot that we all can learn from this mother who comes to Jesus for her daughter. She doesn't approach Jesus demanding. Anybody ever done that? She doesn't approach Jesus as though she knows better than He what to do. She doesn't go to Jesus with her merit. She is not carrying a long list of her good deeds to roll out before the Lord to give Him reason why He should bless her and help her in her daughter's time of need. No, she's not seeing herself as being deserving of help. She approaches the Lord and she's begging for mercy. She's pleading for pity over the sorrow and the suffering of her daughter's condition. She's seeking His compassion to help her. This is how we're to go to Jesus. This is how every child of God is to approach their Savior. We may not have the exact situation going on, but we all all need help from Jesus. We need a lot of help from Jesus and thank God when we realize that anyone who walks closely in a relationship with Jesus realizes that he's not expecting us to do it on our own. We need his help all the time. We need his mercy and we have no grounds to demand it. We don't deserve it. We're... It's okay to ask your your Lord and Savior some questions, but I wouldn't suggest doing that in an irreverent, critical way at all. And just go to Him for the mercy that you need. We need to realize that we're undeserving of what we get from Jesus. We not only learn from her way to come to Jesus, but we learn what we may expect when we come to Jesus. First of all we know that He already knows what we have need of before we even ask. So He instantly has the answer for us. Does that mean we are immediately going to get that answer? No, because God takes a special time to work in us in our time of need. We we may get that answer quickly. A lot of times we may not get that answer very quickly. We see in verse 23 after she has cried out to Jesus, it says that he answered her not a word. Ever feel like your prayers don't rise do not rise above the ceiling? That's the phrase we've used before, man, my prayers just they're 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 not getting above the roof. They're not even getting in the attic and Ever feel like you have no response to your prayers? Careful about the way we feel about things. We're not to act on our feelings. As I've said many times, you kick me, I might feel like kicking you, but that doesn't mean that my feelings are right. I need to I need to shun my feelings in a time like that. You know, when, when we feel like our prayers aren't getting above the ceiling, when we feel like God's not responding to us, look, that makes a lot of people feel like giving up. That makes a lot of people quit praying. Some some Christians just stop praying in their prayer life. Others will try to discourage us as well just to add to the situation that could happen. The disciples wanted to send this woman away. Think about these initial statements of Jesus. Think about the attitude of the disciples toward her. They were irritated by her crying as she followed them. And so Jesus answered her not a word in verse 23. But when He did answer, look what He said. In verse 24, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house." of Israel. Of course we're going to get to a good reason for this response. Jesus is up to something. Jesus is not rejecting her, but this mother doesn't know that. So this is an apparent roadblock that has been placed in front of her. However, think look at these obstacles we've talked about so far. And not a single one of them has fazed this mother. She is still pursuing Jesus. She has not let this stop her at all. She was a mother determined to get help for her daughter and she was convicted that there was nowhere else to get this help but Jesus. Oh, if we make sure we don't, We don't play two sides of anything like Saul, like King Saul, but if we could be like this mother and all of her hope, it rested in what Jesus could do for her daughter. What a great place to be whenever no one but Jesus will help. You know, I was told by some of my mentors who are in heaven now, they helped me a lot and... And a couple of them said, well, one of them started the phrase and the other said it. God's going to kick the crutch out from under you in the future sometimes because, because we're going on to glory. And, and, and that was true. And I thank God for mentors that I've had, that I still have, that I trust that God shall put into my life and our lives. But what a sweet thing it is in our relationship with Jesus when there are things that we do not share, we do not err with not one other person, but we share them with Jesus alone. And we can trust and know that Jesus has the help we need. He has the answer we're looking for. And He has the perfect timing that He is going to bring it about for us. I need thee every hour. Wow. When we know that Jesus is the answer in our situation and we go nowhere else but to Him, you're in a good place. In your relationship with Him. This mother bursted through every roadblock and considered no other alternative. Let me read it again. Jesus answered her not a word at first, and then He says to her, Wait, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And what does this woman do next? She worships. She worships the Lord we see. You can imagine her, you can picture her on her knees with a great divine love, honor, and devotion to the Lord. She was expressing her faith. You know, Jesus Jesus has a pattern in dealing with us. It All you need, I've said before, is just enough faith to take your situation to Jesus. But let me say this. Jesus is looking to use that situation as an opportunity to grow you and I in our faith. And Jesus would like to see our faith. And He has every right to demand to see our faith. How about the blind man? I mean, I mean, the clay went on his eyes. But he was told, Go and wash in the pool of Siloam. God wanted to see his faith. And this woman, this is a great experience of faith that we see from this mother. Jesus is going to respond to us in such a way to have us to grow our faith, to have us to express our faith. Jesus appeared to reject her, but verse 25, we see that she worshipped Him. Most likely she has fallen prostrate to the ground at a point of physical and mental exhaustion. Think about where she was in her mind and her heart when she went to Jesus because of what her child was experiencing and going through, but she is... In her exhaustion with anything she has left, she is worshiping the Lord you can i mean you you just kind of go there when you read this you can't help but 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 picture it the way the way God'll help you to have a picture of it in his word and and you can't help but think that she is she is fasting from everything not not that she made a a point to fast maybe but 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 just simply doing without because she is so focused on, on receiving the help that Jesus has for her. She is going to Jesus. She is meditating on Jesus. She is looking to Him, and I can't imagine her eating or drinking anything or having any necessary uh, need being met in her life. All of that's aside, and, and it's easy to believe that she is fasting from those things, not trying to. It is happening because of the way that she is seeking Jesus. Who knows how long she followed Jesus? Have you pictured this yet? And Jesus gives words of rejection, he gives no words, and then he gives words of rejection, and they are going along. How long? How long did this mother follow him and his disciples? How long did she go behind Him crying and and asking for His help? Why was it that way? Why did she go on and on? Why did Jesus have this uh, lengthened out as she is seeking Him humbly and and broken with no hope anywhere but but in Him? Well, she was displaying A very humble worship of God. Who was in the atmosphere? Who was down the path? Who did they run into? Who did Jesus know was ahead? Maybe some self-righteous Jews who would not humble themselves before the Lord. And she is displaying such a humble worship before the Lord. A good reason would be that. A display of humility and reverence for the Lord in front of so many who are self-righteous, in front of so many who say, I'm related to Abraham, I'm good. In front of so many who have rejected a personal relationship with Jesus. Verse 25 says that she worshipped She came and she worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. Come to my aid. She's begging for him to come to her aid. Whoever was around would be able to see the helplessness in this woman. And if they were to look, for just a bit, and to gaze upon the situation, they would see that this is a, a helpless woman who can't, do, who can't do something on her own that's going on in her life, in her family, and she is seeking Jesus with all that she has for the help. Maybe, maybe she's being mocked at first. Maybe there's some who are criticizing her for it. The disciples did already. But Jesus was seeing faith leading her to be so persistent and bursting through all the roadblocks. She knew her daughter needed a miracle and that it was Jesus who could provide that miracle for her. It was only Jesus who could do what needed to be done for a healing for her daughter. And so this mother is a mercy seeker. She is not seeking on merit. She does not think she deserves anything. She is actually on the surface looking like she is being shunned. She could feel that way. But she never stopped seeking the mercy of the Lord for her child. Nothing could get in her way of wanting the very best for her. There's a meekness that is shown as well as a mercy that is sought though. You know, good churches are filled with mothers, filled with women who are humble before the Lord. Thank God, thank God for the meek, women of God, the meek mothers. Meekness isn't a weakness, by the way. It's strength under control. And I see a meekness here in this woman. And as we look in verse 26, let's continue on at what Jesus says to her next as she continues to follow Him. He says, It is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs it is not right it is not proper to take the children's food and cast it out to the dogs that's what he says to her now does she leave does she walk away at that no how great is it to know Jesus how great is it to know who he is. To know that, that we couldn't be run off from Him by a test of our faith. Will anyone, will anyone run off from Jesus at a test of their faith? Because it happens. We're not tempted, but we are tested. The rich young ruler wouldn't come to faith. And he went away sorrowful. And Jesus let him go. But this mother did not think about turning from Jesus. She continued meekly seeking mercy for her daughter. Look at her response to what Jesus has said in verse 26, as we go to verse 27. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. What a meek response that very probably some some prideful Jewish spectators needed to see and needed to hear. She never tried to tell the Lord what to do. She asked Him. She accepted that she was unworthy. She would take whatever Jesus would give. I tell you what, when we look at this woman and what's coming about in, in her faith, somebody could have promised her the world in that moment. And I reckon she'd have said, No, I'll take a crumb of mercy from Jesus rather than what you think that you can give me. She doesn't try to get picky with the Lord. She keeps a humble heart before Him. She showed that He was her only hope. And she remained diligent before Jesus. What does the Bible say in Hebrews 11? God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. The diligent mother-seeking Jesus, for the welfare of her child, never let obstacles disturb her. She never let them send her down a different path. This is how Jesus wants us to seek Him. He wants us to pursue Him. He doesn't want our focus to get off track no matter what. The demon in this daughter may have been determined to wreck her, but the cry of the mother to Jesus was determined to take her to Jesus that she might be rescued, that she might be delivered. You know, there's a a lot of grievous, vexing power that comes from the devil. But there's a lot of power that comes from a mother's cry to Jesus Christ. We can't help but see the great example of a mother's love here as well as her faith in the Lord. We not only see this mother as a mercy seeker though and showing meekness, but we see her mightily standing now. The last verse, verse 28, Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Oh, woman, Jesus says. And what kind of woman is that before Him? A, a caring mother. One who is faithful to Him. She's not playing her hand anywhere else for any possible help. It is only to Jesus and he says to her, in this case, it shall be as you wish. You have your desire. And this mother is standing mightily now. We're to come to Jesus meekly, and he's going to make us mighty. Somebody said of the preacher that was a little big on himself when he went up into the pulpit, lady said, if If you'd have gone into that pulpit the way you came out of the pulpit, you would have come out of that pulpit the way you went into the pulpit because he left with his head down. We go to Jesus meekly and we'll leave mightily. The greatest natural love that is said to be had in this world is the love of a mother to a child. How great is a mother's faith in the Lord Jesus Christ for what they can't do for their children. Not not just a mother's faith, but this is a great example for every single one of us. The example of the way to approach Jesus and the way to seek Him diligently. Pastor was talking about praying through this morning and I honestly had only heard of the, the wrong idea and the wrong teaching behind what praying through is which is what, which is what he expounded on as well as the right way to pray through she can't, she can't be held guilty of not seeing this through by going to Jesus Christ by faith relentlessly Seeking Jesus. This event should move every one of us that we might grow in faith. There's a time to encourage one another in faith that that all you need is a mustard seed of faith to go to Jesus. All All it takes to be saved is to believe and understand that you are a sinner and that Jesus Christ took our place on the cross and died for our sins. And if we'll take the faith that we're given from that truth, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, we'll take the faith that comes from hearing the gospel and place that faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. He'll save us. And so I think of many messages that have been laid on our hearts to encourage us of, of how little faith it takes to take something to Jesus. But there's also a great encouragement needed for us to grow in faith. We can can have more faith. The more we're in the Word of God, the more faith we're going to have. The more we look to Jesus and look nowhere else and diligently seek Him, we're going to be growing in faith. This event should move every one of us to grow in faith so that no roadblock detours us from relentlessly seeking Jesus Christ. There are things that are going to try to get us off track. When you think about the spiritual warfare that goes on in this world, When you think about the devil's aim to tear up every Christian, he can. He can't do anything about their eternity, but he can try to do everything to destroy that Christian's life here on this earth. When you think about that, and you think about such a precise pursuit of Jesus Christ by faith, and and Jesus saying, Great is thy faith. How can we not desire that that be our faith. How can we not desire that we grow in faith as well to help us with everything that's going to try to come across our path to send us in a direction away from our Lord Jesus Christ. We are definitely in a battle. The faith of a mother here that helps us tonight on, on Mother's Day, I think about those whose mothers are already in glory and they're not able to spend time with them here today. And, you know, I, I think about those maybe who have grown up without a mother's love. And I just want to say tonight, if there, if there be one listening and if there be one here tonight who possibly hasn't, oh, how Jesus fills that place in our life. He does a really good job. He, he filled the I, I never had a spiritual dad until my dad was saved at 78 years old. But the man who led me to the Lord, I called him my spiritual dad. And we had, we had a, quite a relationship as a father and son spiritually. God fills those places. He, he fills those voids In our lives, He is more than sufficient to fill these places in our lives. But the most important place He's going to fill in a life is is in a lost life who who would be in their sins, who's separated from God for all eternity right now. And before it's eternally too late, after this life, I'd like to encourage anyone of the free salvation, the free pardon from sin that Jesus Christ offers by His Son. And if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, hey, He died, He was buried, and He was raised again. And He defeated our sin, our death, our hell. And the child of God is no longer hell scared. We have a home in heaven. And He freely offers that to anyone who has never trusted in Jesus. So whatever is on your heart tonight, if if you're not saved, we pray that you would be saved this evening. If you haven't grown in faith like you should have, something I've learned from some mentors and just walking in the Christian life is to be careful not to look back, not to cry over spilled milk, but you look forward and know that, that Jesus Christ will pick you up and do great things in your life. You want to grow in faith? Guess what? That is the will of God, and you have what you ask of Him, if that's what you ask, and you look to Him, and you grow in Him. I'm excited to grow in faith. What a, what a wonderful thing it is to have a life of faith now. It's going to be sight when we get to heaven. We sang some songs tonight. The, the song that Courtney sang and a few lines from the other songs we sang, it, it made me think about that day when we go on to glory, faith is going to be sight then. A life of faith right now that, that we can grow in in our walk with the Lord. We need it. We all need it. And if you don't know Jesus, you need him tonight. Would you trust him? Well, would you say, alright preacher, I have a question or two, but I think I've got this. I, I am a sinner and Jesus Christ died for me and he took my sin debt. i I want to trust Jesus Christ right now as my Lord and Savior. Would you do that if you're unsaved tonight? Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we bow before you again this evening. Lord, I thank you for this Mother's Day. I thank you for forgiving mothers. I thank you for giving them in our lives and the qualities that you instilled into them, Lord, and what they have done in the lives of their children, the wives that they are, the way they have led their kids, Lord. I I thank you for godly mothers tonight. And I thank you for this one that we've shared this evening that grew so mightily in faith. And Lord, it's an encouragement to every man, woman, boy and girl tonight that we might grow in faith in you. I thank you that we have the opportunity to grow closer to you, to see our need for you every hour, Lord. We love you tonight. We want to thank you for loving us first. And dear God, for that soul who is empty of you, that, that soul who, who, is, who is not being spoken to silently within of, of a peace and a knowing of salvation, I thank you that that could be settled this evening if they would trust you as Lord and Savior. So have your will and have your way in this time of invitation as your people pray, for it's in Jesus' name. Amen. If everyone could please stand. Page 154.